0: Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by Solid Gold Effects.
1: Yeah, it is.
2: Mmm, <laughs> tasty pedals. A, uh,
1: a week or so back, uh, they launched, or I launched, my demo of their 76 Fuzz. It's a nice Velcro-ripping like vintage super fuzz style fuzz with a lot of cool options. It's got dip switches inside. You can turn the uh, the germanium clipping on or off. What? I did not a, know that. For a silicone sound, hmm. get really did uh Did you say silicone? Silicon. There we go. Get silicon in there. And uh, there's also a dark switch. So if it's too bright for you, you can get darker. Uh, it's, there's just a deceptive amount of controls to this little three knob fuzz. It's yeah. tricky. It's It's tricky to rock a fuzz. All right. I didn't have a way to follow (laughs) up that with I I couldn't deliver on the promise of rhyming that saying that, you know, indicated. This is terrible, guys. I'm so sorry. This is the worst (laughs) sponsorship I've ever done. Solid Gold Effects. Go check them out. 76 Fuzz. It sounds so good. Go watch my video. You're going to love it. I did cool things with a green screen in it. Who's our next sponsor? This episode is also
0: brought to you by Sinusoid. Here's what I want you to do right now. Don't go to sinusoid.com. A what? Go Google TechFlex uh, and go to the TechFlex website and look at all of the beautiful colors of TechFlex. Mm, yes. Then after you find a color that color or color combination, like a stripey or whatever deal, like I have rainbow.
3: Can they TechFlex over TechFlex? Are you talking about TechFlex and TechFlex?
1: I heard you like TechFlex, so you put TechFlex on your TechFlex. I imagine that that would not be a good idea.
3: Well, I never said anything about it being a good idea. I asked if it could be done. Yes, it could be done. Okay. I'm sure.
0: All right. So anyway, um, go to TechFlex, check out what they have, find a color or pattern that you love, and then go to sinusoid.com and see if they have it. And if they don't, send them a message and say, hey, guys, I really want an instrument cable.
1: I really want a TechFlex cable. They didn't tell us that we could say this, but <laughs> I fully endorse this. <laughs> Go ahead and bother sinusoid. Find something they don't offer and tell them to offer it. No, I'm not saying. Like, tell them we sent you.
0: I'm not saying find something they don't offer. I'm saying if you find something they don't offer,
1: see if they can get it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because. Ask them. Tech Flex is
2: really It
0: cool. might be
1: a really good idea and they'll be like, yeah, we'll, we'll totally do that.
0: Uh, sinusoid cables, they make cables.
1: And smiles. And
0: they make you feel like you got a snake behind you. Yeah,
1: and sometimes in front of you. Around you. Around you. Flanking you. As close as you want a snake to be. That's where sinusoid is. And closer. (laughs) That's a really bad. (laughs) I'm really doing bad at sponsorships tonight, guys. That was a really bad sponsorship promise. As close. They feel as close to you as you want a snake to be. Like, (laughs) that's really bad. That just came out of me like no thought. Which is bad. Okay, let's see if I can do another sponsorship. This last epi- uh, let's, this last sponsor
0: spot is uh, from uh, the guys over at Chase Bliss Audio for yeah, the Condor. Boy. Let's hear from Ryan about how condors are really just birds that eat dead things.
1: Well, they are, but they're not just birds that eat dead things. They provide a valuable service. I mean, removing dead things is an important part of the environment it makes it so that other things don't get sick from eating those dead things. It makes it so that, uh, you know, those dead things turn back into soil and can feed the plants and have their nutrients spread across the land. Uh, in Tibet, uh, uh, when monks die, they have, uh, what's called an air funeral or a sky funeral. And they just put their body out on the rocks and the vultures come and eat them. And, uh, I'd be fine with that. I could go that way. But anyways, the Condor by Chase Bliss Audio (laughs) is a really fantastic pedal. It does more things than you would think it does because it's built as an EQ pedal. But you can turn this thing into a custom wah. You attach an an expression pedal to it and you can like custom tailor your own wah signal for it. You can make these modulated, phasey, like a high pass low pass sweeping filter sounds with it that are phenomenal and a ton of fun to play around with. you can turn it into a tremolo tremolo Tremola? tremolo tremolo however you want tremolo. to pronounce it um you can make it do that by modulating the volume of the effect or you could modulate the level of the low frequencies alone or the high frequencies or the mid frequencies. Like you can get crazy with this thing and I'm not even done yet. It can also be a drive pedal. It has a dirt section to it and there's so much more it can do that. I haven't even discovered. I've barely scratched the surface of this pedal. It does so much. It's ridiculous. So I should definitely have a demo up by now. Go check it out. Uh, Go check it out on the chase bliss site as well. Link. (laughs)
3: Hey, this is Ryan. And I am Co. And this is Steve, and
0: you're listening to 60 Cycle Hum, the guitar buying, selling, trading, modding, fixing, breaking, reviewing, playing podcast.
1: Nailed it. Yeah, Steve is back in the game. I'm on a streak, man. Yeah, he's the Steve the streak. Where's he going? Up to the fridge. Get me one, too, Steve. What? Uh, a beer. Which one? Uh, a, a, a cold one. There are beers and eggs in the fridge. I definitely didn't want an egg. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you should have been more specific. <laughs> so he brought me a Modern Times uh, Blazing World. Blazing World. And Steve oh, took the Black House for himself. Yep.
3: Jeez oh, to he took the black. black House, too. Yep. House. <laughs> <laughs> it's got coffee in it, so. Yeah, the Black House is really good
1: um so where was i going with this oh what's new steve i got nothing new man but i uh, think you, you and co got something new you suck you don't have anything new <laughs> your life sucks <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> sorry you you got a beer you got a black house so that's new yeah co yeah. and i we're gonna hold it with each hand we're holding my version of it we have um I don't know why we're why? actually doing How, this. are we doing that? <laughs> no one on can radio. see it. We both got Squatch boards. <laughs> yeah. Semi-recently.
3: Like, we should have talked about this last week, but whatever. I, yeah, I talked about it last week on the Flippin' Flippers. So. How big
1: is your Squatch board? Is it the same size as mine? <laughs> same size. Okay, but
3: yours doesn't have holes. Mine is not slotted because I waited till the last minute to order mine. <laughs> I
1: ordered one very early, and I got a slotted one. Uh, what do you think of yours? You like it?
3: I like it. I... What are you using it for? I'm going to build a demo board for the roadshow with it. Well, there
0: you go. It's yeah. part of your job. Yeah,
3: exactly. Sense. It's a write-off. <laughs> it's a write-off. <laughs> um, and I'm probably going to put my own hole in it for <laughs> my pow- throughout my power cables. So You're going to put your own hole in it, Yeah.
1: Huh? Yes, I am. That doesn't sound suggestive at all.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put a hole in it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I- I'm still trying to figure out my Velcro situation, though um i see you've got the dots i did the dots as well that's not going to work for you man no i did like i bought cheap dots it was like a roll of those are cheap dots 200 dots off of amazon for like 5 bucks yeah and it's not working
1: no i i only have those on there to barely hold the pedals on so that they're straight for my video purposes oh, okay you're taking pedals on the road yeah i'm traveling oh, you so need road this. again i can't wait to get on the road again don't you dare start that Steve. i will never stop singing um <laughs> Yeah, you need something that'll hold hold it firm. Yeah, so I'm thinking I might go dual lock or something. I I just can't wait to be on the road again. On the road again. (laughs) I can't wait to be on the road again. No, it's like a band of gypsies. We go down the highway.
3: (laughs) I I recently got hired and fired to play bass for a country band for a gig, (laughs) and that was one of the songs in the set list. Nice.
1: <laughs> Wait, what, were, what were you saying about your squash board?
3: We started singing. I'll probably do dual lock or something. Yeah, yeah. You got to go heavy duty because yeah. you
1: don't want your your pedals to move at all. Right. A, a yeah. display board. Yeah, especially because, yeah, they're demo pedals. Also, you don't with want dual lock,
0: they won't be able to steal anything. Yeah. That
3: is locked down.
1: Yeah, make sure you uh, velcro the rest of your squash board to like a big cinder block or like a kettleball or something. But I think
3: like I'm going to have Kyle McIntyre from the Tone Jerk work next the to door. There you yeah. go, oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm
1: doing a, I'm doing a, what I think is a fun thing with mine yes uh, when I saw these pop up and uh the sinusoid boys were squat were, <laughs> were, they were pushing they squawking about when the they squatches. Were squawking squatches, uh, I was like, you know what that would that little size would look perfect in a camera frame mm. I'm going to do a video series based around whatever pedals I like, can fit on this thing. Oh, Cause nice. it's like the perfect size, like four or five pedals. Yep. And I just put random things on there. I'm calling it pedal boarding. And I ask people in the comments to request what I do in the next video. Hmm. And so it'd be just random collections just and to see what you can fit combinations mm. of whatever people mention. So I think on the next one, I mean this, this episode was recorded two weeks ago. On the next one, I think uh, someone was requesting the uh, the L.A. Metal, the Gonculator, and, uh, gee, I can't remember the other two, but there's some fun ones in there. All right. Yeah. I was thinking, maybe I'll put the Gonculator in the effects loop of something. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so just a quick recap. Um,
0: yes? Your one-day event is... Four days from when this episode drops. That before, is correct. Or,
1: Before or after?
0: Uh, sorry, did I say before? I meant after.
1: Oh, good. It's after.
0: Uh, May yeah. 18th. This should right. drop on the 14th. Cool. Um,
3: are you guys leaving on the 18th? No, I'm going to be leaving some, probably sometime after the kids go to bed on the 17th. I uh, will okay. be getting on the road so again. You-
1: <laughs> Can't wait to get on the road again.
3: Yeah. It's going to be <laughs> sweet.
1: <laughs> what was what, what the line? Like a band of gypsies with all my closest friends? No, like a band of gypsies we go down the highway. Oh, yeah, yeah. It does that different. We're yeah. best yeah. of
0: friends. You know it better than me. Something, something that the world be going our I way. just want to sing the
1: hook and all day long. Way. That's a good song. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that was not the right notes. <laughs> <laughs> You're singing way better than I remember you yeah, singing. Steve. I get paid to sing. Steve is a
0: professional wow. singer.
2: That song gonna
1: last much longer. That
0: actually could have been my what's new. That that's not lasting. Uh, I'm quitting that job. Oh, well dang. Um, in in the summer, uh, when the so, um, I you know I we've talked about this before, but I do a uh, youth group. I'm a youth group worship leader uh, at a church. And uh at a Christian church, not a church of Saints. And
1: they're turning into a different kind of church, so you have to quit. No. Um, <laughs> I just, the... they're turning into a church's chicken. Oh, <laughs> so they won't so they won't need your services anymore.
0: <laughs> um no, the the time commitment on Sundays is just kind of rough yeah. because mm-hmm. it's, you know, if just with everything going on Sunday mornings and with my kids getting older, they kind of demand more time. Um So, uh, Sunday nights have kind of just, the Sundays in general have just kind of turned into like this weird, like sometimes it just feels like a 13 hour work day because mm -hmm. I'm up at, you know, seven in the morning. I'm, I'm doing music in the morning and then I come home and I have like a two or three hour break, but then I'm back at it from like four o'clock to like eight or nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that was some of it. And and like I said, there's some other family stuff in there that um, it just the the stress level outweighed the the personal value, I guess. Um, It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. uh, You know, it's that's kind of just a thing that it's a stage of life. I've been doing it for four years.
1: What you're saying is that you're going to have time available on Sundays to do. Uh, podcast material with me
0: Uh, that's actually like probably not (laughs) completely inaccurate because then we could do like combo family stuff
1: yeah because
0: that's the thing is like with the church stuff is like I. so we
1: could podcast on a sunday afternoon instead of uh podcasting on a friday night
0: Potentially, yeah, that could be a thing that we do. like a little do. like
1: family potluck have, over uh, here.
0: do a do a family lunch. Yeah. Like maybe you do the ribs and we'll bring some veggies
1: and Hey, you just volunteered me for ribs. I'm down. I, I'm all f I am down <laughs> i am all i do not have I don't have a smoker. I have got I think I, six I racks I've got about six racks of ribs in my freezer right now. Really? Be, yeah. Could, there was a deal at vons and I took advantage. Nice.
0: There's definitely I think uh room to do those kinds of things. Yeah. Um. Things that like don't involve me leaving my family at home and disappearing for four or five hours at a time. Right. Right.
1: Right. All right. Uh. You got anything? Oh, we talked about what's new with us. We got a squash board. So we got squash boards. We're really
3: cool. Yeah. I yeah. do have some. New patch cables coming too oh, from cool. Sinusoid. Yeah.
1: You getting the uh, slivers?
3: I got a bundle of slivers and a bundle of pancakes or short Ooh, stacks. The right.
1: slivers, I got a bunch of the slivers. They look really good in the videos too. Yeah. yeah.
3: I did the surprise me colors. What? Yep. Oh man.
2: you
1: are
3: crazy. And then the short stacks, I did black heads with white cable i did that too yeah. it's so Damn. sharp
1: looking i had a couple custom lengths made for me to solve some problems on my board with the short stacks awesome the black the half black ends look so sharp yeah really cool i, know, nice. it's, I know it's just a simple How, what is that is it i don't think i've ever thing. seen those Like think of a, a pancake plug but the back side the back panel is black oh, instead of being silver yeah it looks i'm really excited good. yeah all right, should we get into uh, some other uh, content? Yeah, mm-hmm. this uh, first
0: ad was sent by David Luna. It's a decorative guitar with emblems. Uh, all of those emblems are uh, Now, is thematic. the
1: guitar decorative or are the emblems decorative? True. Uh, a Telecaster-like
0: model made of wood, acrylic. Wait, w- made of wood,
1: acrylic? Wait a minute. Telecaster... Oh, okay, I see. So it's not a model of a guitar. It's a... M- the model of the guitar is similar to a telecaster. Yes. Okay. I oh. I had to do a double take. I was like, this isn't like a miniature, is it? No. Uh,
0: made of wood, acrylic with HD emblems. Body is without imperfections, as illustrated.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next straight, and electronics <laughs> operational comes with. An L- Why would you say it's without imperfections? Why wouldn't you just say body is perfect? So perfect. <laughs> There's nothing wrong here. <laughs> this is not an HD licensed product, nor is what it What does he portrayed... mean
1: by, does he mean high definition? Yes. No, he means Harley Davidson. Oh, it all because, makes sense now. Like, okay, of okay. course,
0: like, this is the way a Harley Davidson guitar would look. <laughs> yeah. Some no-name headstock. <laughs> this is a friggin' Starcaster headstock.
1: Yeah, As is it? If that. Like, it sure looks like that it. That finish on it, maybe they, it might be a spray paint it's like a Starcaster headstock with a refinish yeah Yeah. because there's a pretty serious uh, orange peel on that
0: well yeah dude because you got to have that harley davidson motorcycles emblem on the headstock
1: (laughs) oh man
0: Cricket.
3: i don't even like (laughs) i don't even
0: like hate this i just like i'm like i'm gearing up about a thing that i don't even actually care about (laughs) he's gearing up
3: here he goes so brian setzer did this to a black falcon but with a Triumph logo. Just one. One. And it Just w- it won. worked.
1: It was okay. So let's, let's describe this. It's okay. a Telecaster style body. Black body. White pit guard. Uh, normal hardware except there's a little skull like switch tip on the switch.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There's one Harley Davidson uh, nameplate where your arm would go. Like the armrest area. There's some sort of Harley Davidson badge on the butt end of the guitar behind the bridge. And the, and there is still another Harley Davidson like like brass colored black brass and black. Like the shield. The shield badge on the pit guard. And it's big. All of these are big. Yeah. At least like the, the one that goes where your arm goes, like the armrest, looks like it's gotta be eight inches long. Nothing about this looks comfortable to play. No, and then the 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 big the big uh medallion behind the bridge is as wide as the Telecaster bridge,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: then the the badge on the pick guard is almost takes up the whole pick guard space. Like it's really it goes big. from pickup to pick. You up. know what we didn't and talk then there's about? A, there's actually a it's in a comparison, little tiny American flag in, in comparison It's tasteful. The little tiny American flag pin.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I actually kind of enjoy. The thought of Hold on, finding t- like a really cool pin did and just having about, one pin on a card Did you talk about the red jewel eye skull on the switch? I mentioned the skull and it's funny that the skull is so subdued compared to everything else. <laughs> uh, and then there's yet again, another Harley Davidson badge on the headstock. This one has wings and it looks like it takes about the, uh, the same amount of space that a thunder badge would take. About, uh, here's, the real, here, here's the real things. problem with this. Yeah, about 3 tuners wide. Here's a, here's the real problem with this. Tell me the real problem, Steve.
0: Say you really love Harley Davidson.
1: Oh man, who doesn't?
0: Say you love Harley Davidson so much that when you meet a girl, the first thing like mm. you're like you are like straight out the gate like, "Look, like this is not going to work out if the first time we get it on is not on the back of my Harley Davidson." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: get on the bike and ride.
0: Get on that bike and ride. How much, if you are that person who loves Harley Davidson as much, how much would you pay for this guitar? I can't even imagine that situation. Do you know anything <laughs> about guitars? You know you love Harley Davidson and you want a guitar that says something about Harley Davidson. You do want you to want, play
3: Wonderwall for your
1: woman. Do you want to play guitar or do you just want to have a guitar that complements your, your motorcycle? Mm. I think in both scenarios, you shouldn't get this guitar. <laughs> Like if you want a guitar that complements your motorcycle, sure, get a Telly. I think the, sh- the the lines match with the motorcycle well. Okay. All you have to do get a black Telly or whatever color your motorcycle is, and then get a uh, a leather pick guard that matches the leather trim on your Ooh. motorcycle. Hmm. That's all you have to do. And if you want to get, if you do want to have branding on there, have someone. uh, Press the Harley Davidson logo into the leather. Don't put a badge on it. Hot dang, that's tasty. That sounds good, right? Yeah.
0: All right. So the real problem with this is seven hundred dollars.
1: Ah, it's too expensive for a starcaster that's been mangled with all sorts of pointy metal. Come on now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's no way. And it's just ugly. The problem is that it's ugly. Like I It's pointless. One, like you mentioned the Brian Setzer guitar with the Triumph or or whatever. Yeah one he did one he did one that's yeah, what you he put
3: stickers too but you know yeah says, sensor
1: you do one envelope like this if they had just done one it would have worked and
3: sure. i'm not talking one plus the headstock i'm saying one or the headstock so the headstock one by itself with none of this other stuff cool yeah kind of cool yeah yeah i mean a orange painted headstock with a black body. Yeah. But you know,
1: like look at your, well, I
3: don't think it's supposed to be orange. I think that's just the
0: way that that like tint finish. Look at, Uh
1: look (laughs) at your motorcycle or any other vehicle that you're about to theme your guitar after. How many emblems do you see per viewing side? One. Yeah. You see one, you see one logo on the side of the gas tank of your Harley Davidson. You see one on the back somewhere, I'm sure. There might even be one on the front. Maybe, I don't know. And then another one on the side. Same rules for a guitar. One emblem per viewing side. That's what I'll say. What do you think, Steve? I'm happy with that assessment. Like, how many times is Fender written on a guitar, if you buy a Fender guitar? One time. One time per viewing angle. Not even on the sides. One on the headstock. You might get one on the neck plate. Yeah, maybe, maybe, and even that's a little, it's a little garish.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's only like the custom shop one. Yeah,
1: yeah. I when you see those custom uh, like neck plates, it's a little bit.
3: Well, usually then, like my opinion, when Mm -hmm. it's on
1: the neck
0: plate, it's a different font than the headstock. Mm-hmm. it's usually just like a basic typeface stamp or yeah you, uh, it's you like, know it's of the custom shop I ones i got the v and all that There's you that, gotta yeah. you gotta
1: ask yourself with motorcycles guitars vehicles whatever product you're getting are you buying the product or are you buying the name the that's on it the logo that's on it like if you took all the logos off of hartley davidson that's still like favorite hog is that still you mean, your,
3: you mean when it's all murdered out? Yeah.
1: Is that your motorcycle of choice if there's got no logo on it, do you still recognize that it's a Harley Davidson and that's your that's your ride? Like it should be the same with a guitar. Like you don't need logos all over
3: it. Nah. Nah. Nah, man.
1: <laughs> Does anyone else have anything else to add to this? Nope. I'm just keeping it going for no reason. Nope. <laughs> That's that's, uh, that's exactly it <laughs> uh, uh, So first
0: topic but I don't think you're wrong Ryan Oh really I'm going to get an ad oh, were I'm, you trying trying to... I'm trying to make a funny joke trying to make a funny joke
1: When it has like What is this Sometimes you have to ask yourself I don't understand Oh a pop punk song Call I wonder, sometimes you have to ask yourself. I wonder why I don't recognize it. <laughs> that was a
3: long time for that joke. And we had to sit through an ad. Good album though. What the, is this? The what internet's
1: is... really bad in this garage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first topic.
0: Hashtag TGU18.
1: Yeah. What does, what it, does mean? it mean? At this point, everyone already knows. I'm
3: sure. I don't. What, what does that mean?
1: It means I'm going to Germany. Co. Oh. It stands for the guitar. Univ- oh, it stands for the uh, uh, Gearhead University. The, ge- the Gearhead University. Is oh, okay. the, Gearhead University? I guess Is so? that really what it stands I guess for? So
0: I assumed okay. it stood for Tommen Gearhead. Oh University. It, yeah, I mean Ta-
1: Tommens or Tommen's Gearhead University. Okay. I'm going to this thing and I'm not getting it right. I'm major <laughs> screw up over well, here. Well, it's because you're not freaking German, bro. I'm not German. That's true. Well, I'm, I'm. I am. Sure, I, I'm sure I have a little bit of German floating around in me. Like I think part of my grandma's. Yeah, one of my grandma's do. family came from Germany, um, but anyways, uh, I'm going to this thing. Uh, Henning Polly, HP42 on YouTube, uh, messaged me, I want to say two months back, and was like, "Hey Ryan, uh, let's uh, let's let's do a FaceTime right now. Let's do a, a what is it called the the other one that's like FaceTime? Skype. Skype. He's like, let's Skype." Like okay, let's do this. You should have recorded it, and then you would have learned how to do Skype. Recording. I know, I know. <laughs> but anyways, he invited me to come to this thing. It's the it's the new version of what uh, of what uh, what was the thing called? I can't. GitCon is that Get accurate? Con. Is it
0: accurate to say it's the new version it's, of it? It's
1: similar to GitCon
0: because in- I heard Joe Branton wasn't invited, and then I heard that Joe Branton's
1: just not going because he's too famous for. TGU. I don't know why he's not going, but uh a couple other guitar nerds are going as (laughs) boss representatives. (laughs) So I'm gonna get to hang out with those guys. But, anyways, he invited me to this thing and my heart just sank because it meant I was gonna have to be a bad husband. (laughs) Because that same weekend, my wife had just paid for like a mom's retreat where she was gonna get to go and hang out with other moms without having kids and have a great time for the weekend Isn't that also the same weekend of your wife's birthday yes it is uh i am definitely missing my wife's birthday <laughs> to go to a guitar thing in germany uh but the thing is like i i don't know if it's supposed to be public knowledge but they're they're gave me a full sponsorship to this. Well, thing. it's a university, Ryan. It's, it's called a, a scholarship. I'm getting because a full you're going scholarship. to learn. I didn't even write an essay or anything. It's incredible. <laughs> wow. I don't my grades aren't even that good. <laughs> Can I apply? I could, I'm so could, tired of carrying writing all your papers for you. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, all edit all the episodes. You write my exam. <laughs> 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 but anyways, I'm super excited to go. Uh I can't even remember the details. I'm so excited. I'm fumbling all all over myself. But, what are uh, the dates again? I'm going to be there from, uh, from May. I'm leaving May 15th. So that's the day after this comes out. Yes. And then I am going to come back the 22nd. Okay. But those days are like full travel. Like, I'm going to be in the air a long time. Yeah. Um, I, but I have some details here. I figured I could read everyone else who's going. Uh, maybe not all of them. Maybe I'll pick a couple
3: highlights because i don't remember Ooh, playing favorites
1: huh okay okay i'll read them all there's 28 people going on this list
3: pick your favorites That's a lot excuse me i had to burp go prime numbers
1: pick all the prime numbers. oh my numbers. gosh no i got adam neely music is win sarah longfield that pedal show pete Cottrell. specter sound studios uh of course henning pauling uh hp 42 robert baker mary spender uh bat theworld.com Steve from Boston CS Guitars Gear Gods. I just realized Steve from is Steve from Boston the name of a channel. Yeah. Because uh, every
0: time I hear Steve from Boston, I was like, there's a guy named Steve in the band Boston.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, he's from the city Boston. He's the only Steve there. Uh Agu Fish, Patrick Hunter, Harry, and a guitar. Jay Leonard J. I'm stoked to hang out oh, with that guy. That. Uh F- Philippa Q. Guitar Bonetto, uh, uh, Nick in the States, another person in a location, 60 Cycle Hum, that's me, number 21, uh, Max Solo Music, Cat Pick Studios, The Guitar Geek, uh, Studio uh, Chimmel, how do you say that? I don't know. German Music Reviews, The Pedal Zone, and Berkeley Gear Club. Uh, and then there's a list of sponsors here. Ibanez, Hughes and Kettner. those are uh some big brands. Morgan, which surprised me, hmm. a California brand. Yeah. Uh Synergy Orange, that's a big brand. Rev, Roland Boss is going to be there, PRS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, <I> big, hope, <laughs> no big deal. Talk to them already. I, I, no, I hope there's a, uh, I hope there's the John Mayer guitar there and I'll play around with it and get all go. kinds of Just content. do
0: all of your demos. I'm going to do
1: some really bad playing on it. Like, really yes. bad. Uh, Harley Benton, which I'm actually really stoked. If you're already planning to do some bad playing, then maybe I should have gone with you. <laughs> Harley Benton, like, everyone is always asking us to cover Harley Benton stuff. So I'm looking forward to checking that out. Laney, Strandberg, Line 6. Macwell, Dan Electro, what? Yeah, Ortega. I thought they made salsa. Uh, Rotosound, <laughs> Mad <laughs> Professor, Blue Guitar, Mark Bass, DV Mark, Sandberg, Ashdown, Ike, Lafay, Isotope, and Stone Deaf. I'm a big wow. fan of Stone Deaf. Yeah, we've done uh. some Stone Deaf stuff here. So these are like sponsor partners that are gonna are gonna be there. Uh, basically, I'm gonna be in a guitar shop. I'm gonna be in Taunton which is Europe's biggest guitar shop. Are they really? Yeah. That's what they keep telling me. Hmm. I haven't been there to check it out, but that's what they keep saying. Um, I'm going to be there for five days doing nothing but making videos from 10 o'clock in the morning to eight o'clock at night. wow it's a grueling schedule and i'm going to come out there with so many videos that people are going to hate me for it (laughs) they already hate you so uh what i really want to focus on is how many of the pedals and guitars are you going to throw off i I know (laughs) i want to get as much gear content as i can i don't want to spend a ton of time i do want to spend time like talking to the other people there and getting content with them but i really want to dig into whatever gear is there and cover as much product as i can So you don't care about meeting
3: people or making, making friends.
1: I do want to make friends and I'm going to hang out with people and I'm going to like talk to people on, on camera and mic. and I'm hoping to, but I'm hoping to have every piece of content I make be gear centric and be like, let's talk about this piece of gear right now and not just ramble and be like, "Uh we're, we're YouTubers. Let's talk about YouTube. Like let's cover gear guys. Right. You
0: want to actually like, let's get, like get something that's.
1: I also want to Valuable. quality,
0: not just, not just a oh, I'm circle. I'm not jerk. talking
1: about quality. I'm talking about quantity for sure, well. <laughs> but I want to cover the gear. Cause I think that's what our viewers and listeners are. I, either way. In. You don't
0: want to spend 10 minutes of like you and another
1: dude being like, no, I love your channel. <laughs> well, I definitely want to do that, but that's no, like more. No, like, right. I love your channel. That's more. No, like, I love your channel. That's after hours activities. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, your channel's the biggest. No, your channel's the biggest. <laughs> I have the numbers. No I can one. Prove
1: it. Yeah, no one needs to debate whose channels are the biggest. The numbers are all right there. You know?
0: <laughs> it's obvious for anyone who's looking.
1: <laughs> uh, this, this is your fault, Co. Well, how is this you, my fault? You, ins- you, you come on the show. And now we try to impress you with our dirty jokes. And it's just me and Steve. We play it nice and straight, and we're nice, respectable gentlemen.
3: Is that what I'm known for? Is dirty jokes? You make us say dirty jokes by no. being here. Oh,
1: no. you're so, a bad influence. So the real the real
0: adventure <laughs> with all of this,
1: uh huh,
0: is um we still need to put out an episode on the 21st. Yeah,
1: this is part of your so, news.
0: Um, I'm like kind of just I'll just say uh, I mean it's.
1: You're screwed, Steve.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think basically what I'm going to do is I've got a microphone at home and an interface, and I'm just going to go sit in front of my computer and talk for an hour. Re- and you that's just, just ref- going to be the episode. Just
3: refute uh, YouTube comments.
0: I'm, I'm just going to yeah, I'm just going to read <laughs> sixty cycle home YouTube comments for an hour. I think that's going to be the episode after
1: this one. Do you want to talk about what you're actually going to do, what the plan is, <laughs> I, or do you want to leave it a mystery until it happens?
0: I think let's just leave it open ended. I think it's going to be. I'll tell you. Um, it's going to be a sixty cycle hum episode. No
1: more dirty talk. No more of this open ended stuff. Like
0: and I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm really looking
1: forward to it.
0: Oh, it was a stretch, but I got it.
1: It was definitely a stretch when you're open ended. <laughs> Seco, this, this is your not my fault. This is your fault
3: you did that you it's not my fault you led me down the road to a dirty joke it's true like if, you, whenever i come over here things just fall apart yeah yeah way to go <laughs> okay. and you're
0: always like oh let me produce your
1: content so I'm i go- haven't said that i'm while. going to germany i'm gonna do a lot of fun stuff steve has some sort of secret he's gonna drop on. yeah your yeah oh, let's just 21st. say episode
0: 223 is gonna be real interesting is it
1: gonna be two- yeah it will be 223 yep yeah, Steve is just gonna slurp and burp for he an hour. You made tears come to my eyes, dude. That would be the best episode two twenty three. Is <laughs> if don't set me up for more dirty jokes, <laughs> Co. Come on, that- you, I almost did it too. You almost got me. <laughs> almost. That's
0: what I should do for episode two twenty three. Is I'll just go buy a bottle of Jack Daniels and walk around my neighborhood oh, and record myself talking for an hour on my yes. on my head. Can you please microphone. go
1: do a parody of of Phil on the Slum and just go record? <laughs> Just go record bird sounds. Do a bird watch episode,
0: please. These are all better ideas than what I actually have planned.
1: <laughs> We're all looking forward to Steve's solo show that he's got I worked should just,
0: I should just record like one of my morning runs, and it's just like half an hour of like... <sighs> <sighs> Oh, God, another hill? Why? <laughs> Why me? Why do I pick these routes? Uh, all Why right.
1: is the sun so hot? <laughs> so if you're listening to this, go look up Tom and Music Shop. Look at what they have in their inventory and tell us on the Facebook group what, I, what kind of gear I should cover with my uh, video adventure here. And do it fast cuz Ryan's leaving t- <laughs> tomorrow. Leaving tomorrow guys. The and then uh, tell Steve what you want in his uh solo show. Steve's going solo. <laughs> oh man. Solo. Breaking
0: g- break the band. Breaking. <laughs> oh,
1: I wanted to bring up another thing about about this this Germany thing. Uh there's a note on a uh, on the, on the paperwork that they sent me that on Friday night they're going to have a party. With a live band to support it, and they sent me a list of songs that I could prepare to learn, to jam along with the band. And people who know what my playing is like know that I don't do covers really at all, and I'm very loose. So here's the list of songs, and we can maybe figure out like which ones a definite shoe in for me to try to jump in, or like uh-huh. which ones would be a disaster. We got Guns N' Roses "Sweet Child of Mine" as the first song. That doesn't have an identifiable hook. You should just do that one. Well, I'm thinking if I did any of these, I would definitely not play the normal parts for it. Yeah. Uh, we got James Bay, Hold Back the River. Do you know what that is? Nope. Okay, cool. We got Me the. Either. We got the Black Crows, Hard to Handle. I barely know what that is. Mark Ronson, I know. Uptown Funk. I do know what that is. Wilson Pickett, Mustang Sally. Yep. We got, this is a personal favorite of mine because I'm a child of the 90s. Eagle Eye Cherry, Save Tonight. That Dude, sounds like the yes. best one so far. <laughs> there's, there's another one that's good for me, I think. Jackson 5, I Want You Back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Clare, Too Close. I don't know that sounds one. Sounds familiar. That one, I think, would be...
0: I don't think it would work for you. I think, actually, that would be one... I think that's the song I would
1: pick. I got Deep Blue Something breakfast at freaking tiffany's yes i super want on that one but not to play to... guitar i just want to be on a mic and i want to just drunk sing it <laughs> and the the chorus only like the beginning of the chorus <laughs> yeah because the, the guitar part <laughs> on that is just like really bad karaoke
0: isn't is there even a that? it's like a mandolin no there's
1: strumming stuff there's like a solo section of course we got credence clearwater revival fortunate son that ain't you prince purple rain that ain't you is not the song steve I'm sure that's a song somewhere. Brian Adams Summer of 69. Nice. Uh, Wait, did, did you miss the joke? Yeah, he did. Yeah. The Eagles Hotel California. <laughs> <laughs> Leonard Skinner. I did, I just caught up to the joke. Don't worry. Uh, Leonard <laughs> Skinner Sweet Home Alabama. You know who needs to do Blank. that? It needs to be Jay Leonard Skinner J. Leonard Skinner
3: J. Sweet Home Alabama it. by the band from Florida. The
1: White Stripe, Seven Nation Army, Kings of Leon, Sex on Fire. My wife says that she thinks my singing voice is like the guy from Kings of Leon. Uh, I don't know that song, though. I gossip, thought your wife's
0: hearing was better than that. Gossip
1: <laughs> by Heavy. Oh, Gossip doing the song Heavy Cross. And then Negan Trainer, all about that bass. Yeah. I know that's the one you would be on, Steve. No, I think I,
0: legitimately like for my playing style and everything, Alex Claire's Too Close would work. Because that's song like is that? Uh it's it was a pop song from maybe like 4 years ago, um but it's got some like big EDM drops in it. Oh, okay. Um I think like I think I could fit some things in there because it I I don't think there's anything really guitar sp- specific in it so I could just kind of like do some off the cuff Heavy delay, weird
1: sh-
3: sure. stuff.
1: Like, do I want to be the guy who gets up on stage and just mangles a song and totally doesn't play any recognizable parts? I mean, no matter what <laughs> song you, do. you pick, that's what you're I, gonna do. I could. <laughs> yes, go. Co, you can go pee. Yes. He just wrote a note on his phone <laughs> to ask me.
0: I usually just walk away, and Ryan goes, "Crap, I need a pause." Yeah, just
1: press pause. Uh, <laughs> um. Okay, so I think I I really wish that "Kids in America" by Kim Wilde was on here.
0: Yeah, um, I think "Eagle Eye Cherry" is an obvious choice. Say uh, tonight because just because again the '90s thing. Um, I think "Uptown Funk" could actually be a really good. I
1: don't remember how that song goes.
0: um, Well, it's. I mean, it just it's a standard. Well, it's it's new, but it's a very like typical '70s funk right jam deal. Um, It's like got a heavy earth wind fire whatever kind of vibe to it
1: i think me playing on one of these songs is really going to come down to the mood of what's going on if it's like you know let's just be honest everyone else who's going to this thing is a much better guitarist than i am well i i came into the demo game by way of the podcast yeah and being a personality not being a ripping guitar player yeah but if if there's a thing like yeah you suck people i do suck if there's people just loading onto stage and just getting stupid and it's just a noisy mess hell yeah i'm going to be there yeah i'm going to be on stage adding to the chaos i'm going to play you know just fast pentatonic rips you just got to wait for the song where
0: like hey we're going to do the song and nobody gets up and you're like that's me yeah but if it's that's like my cue.
1: like people getting up and like legit killing it i'm gonna stay in my seat i'm gonna uh, stay in the back of the room and uh eat and drink is my plan that's
0: fair man yeah uh that's what i'm gonna be doing on friday may 18th when this is happening (laughs) i'm gonna be uh at home eating yeah and drinking recording your solo episode recording my solo episode in front of my computer (laughs) watching i'll just be watching your youtube videos and critiquing them
1: (laughs) Oh, this is, the, oh I re- this is the part where Ryan didn't know how to spell the word. dot, <laughs> This is where Ryan doesn't know how to pronounce the name of a major sponsor of this event. <laughs> oh, I ha- speak- this, Guys, guys, this could be the last time I ever get to do something like this. I might be uninvited <laughs> from all future, like, guitar, like, content maker so, speaking of networking s- events. Speaking of
0: spelling corrections, uh, you know Ridiculous does not have an E in it, right? Leave
1: me alone. Where did I write that? <laughs> on Instagram. Oh, God.
0: I saw it today. I was like,
1: damn it. Did you fix it for me? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. You're my angel. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the next ad. Yeah, this is a 1993 Gibson. I've been seeing this Headless everywhere. Headless SG. This is in all the groups. Uh,
0: this was sent to the to our email by Tim Cornfield, so he gets the credit for it. Uh, This is a headless SG. They're asking $2,500 on reverb. Um, Here's the description. It's long, but that's okay because reading is fundamental. The guitar is long? No, the description is long. Oh, The description is long. Yeah. I don't know why they described the case first. Skip that part. The guitar is an internet legend. The guitar meme, if you will. Photos of this mythical guitar surfaced around 2011 and have since... Uh, and Since then, this guitar has wound up on every Top 10 Strange Guitars list that's ever been published. I don't think it was on the Guitar Nerds Top 10 Strange Guitar list. Who knows? Now, uh, Until today, no one really knew if this was a real guitar or if it was just an awesome Photoshop job. How did I find it? Well, I made a Would You Rock or Not video on my YouTube channel about this guitar a while ago, and the owner reached out to me. I bought it for the purpose of documenting it. The internet needed answers. Oh, this is from the Troccoli's Guitar Show. Okay. I don't I'm not familiar with it. Nah, I don't know anything Oh, about I it. heard, you know, I heard, actually, I heard someone, I think talking about the show recently that this guy goes out of his way to buy like really rare or weird or like just ugly guitars. And hmm. like, he plays them like that's his whole thing. I like it. Yeah. And he's like, apparently super knowledgeable about like, oh, I got this. I got this piece. This is a, this is a, this is the one year that they used. You know the the flathead screw instead of the Phillips screw or whatever. Right, right. Like he's like super
1: like. Beyond. And then he compares it to a guitar that has a Phillips screw to yeah. see what the sound is. No, I, I have no idea. But I, I, I heard
0: Something about like that. This. Yeah, I've never. I've, I've heard never about it that. It, anyway, recently. anyway, too. Um, I bought it for the purpose of documenting it. Blah, blah blah. This is 1993 Gibson SG that suffered two headstock breaks. Since there was so much wood missing from the headstock, the new owner of the guitar. guitar decided to make the headless SG instead of repairing it again. The original headstock veneer was glued to the body and the back of the guitar was routed out for tuners. The original serial number section of the headstock is drilled into the guitar to complete the look from behind. This guitar utilizes three gearless Steinberger tuners and three Cluson style. Okay, I see. Uh, The guitar plays well and stays in tune for the most part. You've got to tweak it quite often but since the original bridge posts were left intact that gives you some options as far as correcting the string angle to make this a recording worthy guitar as it sits now it's a lot of fun to play and it's definitely an attention getter at a gig wear and tear all over you can see that during the condition portion of the video tour so there is a video on this so you can see even in the picture that i i picked it looks like there's some definite wear on, oh, like sure. the body um
1: so what, what are your what's your hot take? What's your well, first? Well,
0: my conclusion, or rather their conclusion, is this guitar is famous. Everyone around the world that is into guitars has seen this at some point in time. It would make a fantastic addition to your collection. There might be other imitations made of this guitar, but this is the original Headless SG. Um, so my hot take, I've this came up, and the reason that I wanted it on our show, because I've been seeing a lot of like hate. About this and how dumb it is and whatever, whatever, People
1: hating a guitar?
3: I think this is really cool. I like it as well.
1: Well, here's my counterpoint, guys. I don't like the back
3: of it. I like it too.
1: And honestly, looking at this thing, I kind of wish... There were more headless SGs out there, like production level headless SGs. Yes, that stayed in tune because he said it had some tuning problems. Like, yeah, if they stayed in tune, great. That's the solution to the Gibson headstock break. Oh my god! Just get rid of the headstock. I'd like to see a more like production version of the uh, of the tuners. Like, I get it for this guitar. Like they 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 mounted the headstock into the body. Like I get it. It's clever. But I'd like to see a legitimate behind the bridge tuning system. Well, I, I think what I like about this though
0: is the gimmick.
3: Yeah, oh, of the, the headstock being back there. The gu-
1: the gimmick is fantastic for this one guitar, but I wouldn't want to see it on
0: a, a production line. a
1: production guitar or even like more guitars that are one offs or something like that. Right. Uh I would even like to see a kit where like if your your headstock does break off, uh you put uh, you can like put a uh, a, a, a kit nut on the, on the headstock of the guitar where the headstock would be. And there's like a drop in kit that would go on the stop tail huh. to allow you tuning. Like, I'd love to see that. I think this would really cool. You need to delete look. that and you need to talk to an engineer and patent that. Oh, gosh. I'm not going to do anything. I'm stealing that. that. Are you cool with that? Okay. You steal that. Co. Okay. You're going to make a <laughs> kit to like convert an SG to a headless guitar. Any, or, sto- or any stop any stop tail piece guitar, yeah, or Les Paul, you know, yep. a tuning kit for the the stop tail, it's done. Not, not a bad idea, but I just think it looks I have good. Two weeks, <laughs> yeah, before this publishes, <laughs> I think it's a really cool look. I think the headless look looks great with the SG body. I don't know if it would look as good with like a Les Paul, but for the SG, yeah. it works. Yeah, it works there, um, and I think like looking back, that's really my biggest problem with headless style bodies headless guitars the body is usually kind of ugly yeah they they're
3: usually trying to go for a minimalist thing yeah overall and it doesn't it's too minimal or
1: like super modern yeah where like the sg body just works with it for some reason it looks right yeah i like it yeah i really do i have no problem with it at all steve went to the bathroom so he can't chime in
3: my favorite comment i've seen about this thing so far
1: lay it on me man
3: was Why'd they put it on the headstock rest, like the little tripod thing in the picture there? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> the guitar's floating up on a little tripod thing, so that the uh, that normally you would do that so that the headstock doesn't have pressure on it. Yeah, that's so funny. Oh man, <laughs> what do you think, Steve? You're back from the bathroom. I'm sure you have fresh thoughts. I think I pretty much got everything out that I wanted to in the bathroom. Yeah. But what are your thoughts?
0: <laughs> um, you know, overall, I don't know. I, I think one of the things is they're like, they're really relying on the gimmick of this being one of a kind and this being like an in internet lore. Sure. And this is one of those things where it's like, I think I've seen it before, but I never really processed it because it's kind of like a meme, but it's like, this isn't like a, this isn't being listed at peak meme.
1: Sure. You know, so I mean, do you think well? The, the price the, the, is ridiculous. The price is ridiculous, right? And how do you spell that, Steve? No e. You said no e. Okay. No e in ridiculous. No e in rid- <laughs> It's ridiculous to put an e in ridiculous. Yeah. How would you even pronounce that?
0: Ridiculous. Ridiculous. That's that's why people think there's an e because they pronounce it
1: ridiculous yeah. instead of ridiculous. Yeah.
3: Who does that?
1: But in, um, yeah. What what do you think this should go for? What do you think the price should be?
0: Well, so that's the thing is, like, they're saying it's internet famous, so it's like $2,500. If it's not internet famous, like, I don't know, 800
3: a 1000 It's a clever way to fix a headstock start. Yeah, there's break. definitely a lot of but, work done, and I respect yeah. the work. I guess. <laughs> but he, I mean, they he admitted it's not a 100% playable, giga- yeah. gigable guitar. Yeah.
1: It sounds like it needs constant adjustment.
3: Yeah. Well,
0: how constant is constant? Because like I've only ever played a a, hand, a handful of guitars that I didn't have to re- retune like halfway through. Maybe I really? just have crappy guitars, <laughs> or you suck at playing. them. That's, that's also. Possible. I mean, yeah, I
3: say I'm very heavy-handed, so I kind of get that. But
0: I oh, don't. Maybe I'm just like a little neurotic. Hands, and I feel like I always hands... have to check the tubing tuning halfway through anyway. So like. Unless it was drastically falling out of tune, like every song. Right, right. I have a
1: feeling those gearless tuners are the
0: biggest issue. Their Steinberger gearless tuners are designed to be that way. That those are the. I'm pretty sure that's like the tuners that are on the uh,
1: Firebird. Right, but I've heard people complain about those. Uh, yeah, like they're not always great. Um, but they're a cool look. They look awesome and on Firebirds. Um, but I bet that they're less stable than the, uh, the traditional tuners that are on there. Oh, sure. Which is why I'm saying I want to see a tailpiece that does, that has all the tuning hardware on it. Like instead of having a head Quit talking set, about that idea set into the body. And just, there's no way that anyone would be able to get their act together in two weeks to, you know, do the legal work to make sure that they own that idea and are prepared to produce it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting it out there, like anyone could grab that idea and just run with it and probably make
3: like hundreds least, of dollars at
1: least hundreds of dollars
3: after <laughs> years of of just really frustrating work, yeah, they could spend hundreds of dollars to find out that somebody already owns a patent to it but is not using it exactly exactly, uh-huh. and then you could <laughs> offer
1: to buy that
3: patent, but that person doesn't answer emails right, so.
1: Unfortunate, <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, next topic,
0: yeah. Our next topic comes from Caleb Neff. He says, Three bands each you'd personally like to see make another album similar to what they made in their heyday.
2: Heyday,
0: uh, some
2: heyday, some
0: uh, heyday responses from the group. Chris Reynolds says, Pink Floyd. Oh, it's, uh
3: what era of
0: pink floyd though they you, you got to define said, the uh, heyday. pink floyd uh just anything post
1: the wall what we're really what we're really uh, like debating here is like pick your favorite album from an artist and wish that that right. album had 12 uh, more songs so on it. the yeah. <laughs>
0: the second one is metallica and it's saying if the next album after justice for all was more thrash instead of
3: the black album I liked the black album.
0: Everyone likes the black album. That's why I think he's saying like maybe they shouldn't have done the black album because the black That's album fair. is is corporate. Okay. Corpor- maybe corporate's not the right word, but it's it's more mean, yeah. accessible. Corporate
1: means you can sing along with it.
0: Um, and then uh, the third one is the police, uh, because they oh, nice. kind of like they were one of those bands that just broke up because yeah, they were like always in ex- chaos. Imploded. Yeah. yeah. And St-
1: Sting became Sting, and he's like, guys, yeah. I don't want to make. Music as a police anymore. I just want to have sex for 27 hours straight.
0: <laughs> and Jason Fuzzmonger says Undying, Emperor, and Patos. Three bands I've never heard of before in my life. Of course.
3: Naturally. Steve, you've it's- never heard
1: of those. Everyone's heard of those bands as intimately Yeah, tell me your favorite Patos song. I'm not even going to start listing my favorite Patos songs to you, let alone albums. You're just... You're not ready for him, Steve. Uh, all right, uh, you got. <laughs> do you have three bands? Do you have a band? I, d- I didn't want to do three. I wanted us to each pick one because yeah. three <laughs> each is a lot. Uh, uh but I couldn't list three really quickly. I would, l- and I know this pisses him off, and he doesn't want to hear this. But I'd love another Odelay from Beck. <laughs>
2: um,
1: I would love another Motorcade of Generosity from Cake. And, um, man, I had another one in my head, and I can't remember it. Come back to me.
0: I'm still kind of processing this question to
3: be Cosmos right. Factory from Creedence Clear water
0: man, you're gonna throwing it back there. I don't even know, yeah, I mean, I know i'm now I'm processing that I've heard of that, but I don't know what songs are on it I don't okay what... uh m x p x
3: like which one? Because I can talk about this. Slowly going the way of Buffalo is my favorite album.
2: Mm, okay. Yep,
3: I know it's not everybody's favorite, but that's my favorite. And they have a new album coming out, so I'm hoping. Um it's not gonna happen. Th- it's not gonna be like that, I know. <laughs> I know it's not gonna be like that, but you know, a boy can dream. Um and my third one, I don't have a third yet either. So oh uh I would like if there was twelve more songs like Ryan said to uh Rodeo songs, old and new, by Chris Ledoux. That'd be rad. Mm.
0: That's beyond just like, oh, if a band could get back together. Since that was another guy who died young.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, he wasn't no, I mean, young, but Chris he,
0: I'm thinking of uh he died. I'm thinking a of a long time uh, ago. Kurt Swit- or kurt Whitley.
1: Yeah, I'm okay. Um. I mean, if we could go back in time and give Robert this Johnson twelve more songs, that, that would uh, that would give you know like Led Zeppelin a couple more albums and the Rolling Stones, and like, <laughs> all, these, all these other like acts. It'd be like, oh, good, we have more songs from Robert Johnson to rip off. <laughs> <laughs> and like you could like you could you know like uh, chain react just so much more music. Yeah, if you just gave Robert Johnson twelve songs, any twelve songs. <laughs> Eric Clapton would have so much more material to work with.
3: <laughs>
0: Man, now that MXPX thing has got my brain going a little bit, at least. Um, because I I'm, mean,
3: Teenage Politics was another one I liked.
0: Uh, the problem with Teenage Politics is what I love about that album is what everyone else hates about it, is the fact that, like, it doesn't sound like it's in tune.
3: Yeah, the whole thing sounds terribly like played.
0: The <laughs> the production levels on that album are terrible. Yeah. But it that's uh, also what makes it super punk rock. Because
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like a bunch of like 16-year-old kids recording an album.
3: Like I'm pretty sure Which that's I'm pretty
0: sure that's what it was. That's was...
3: pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's when they started getting good gear too. But it sounds like really bad at least guitar amps. Yeah, like no. They no.
0: Sound really so bad. so the whole sound on that album, Ryan, cuz I am sure you
3: I have no idea what you guys it. are talking about. Uh
0: it was MXPX's <laughs> second Study album, Study Humans. Um
3: Poison Apple. Like
0: amp. all of the palm mutes on that just sound like squawky Stratocaster with no distortion on okay. the edge of feedback. But it, but it is. <laughs> I mean it there's it's very distorted and and I'm I'm pretty sure like it's Les Pauls through something but yeah. No. Uh, it just sounds really like
1: gross. <laughs> you know what? It's gonna sound very, like, kind of pop centric for me, and like, I guess punk pop punk centric for me. I would not mind it if Green Day did another Dookie. Yeah, mm. I would listen to that. I loved Dookie when I was man. A teenager. Both of you have put out three albums, and I'm still
0: sitting here trying to figure out one. Uh, I think, um, I would go between for my first one uh i would say five iron frenzy either the quantity is job one ep which is short and it's weird because it has all the pants songs on it and Mm -hmm. and whatever but also um i really love uh all the hype that money can buy which is a less loved album of theirs because it's super eclectic and it's got like freaking like flamenco influenced songs on it and it's got some stuff that's obviously ska and it's got some stuff that's Obviously more on like like the punk like the skate punk,
1: yeah, yeah pop punk side of things. Mm-hmm. And then it's just got some stuff that's just weird. I remember I never owned that album. I never owned a five iron frenzy album. I think album. I own every five iron frenzy album. But yes. I remember going to the the local Christian bookstore and they had all the CD stations set up and I would sit yep. and like go through the songs and listen to Five Iron Frenzy albums and be like, Wow, this is so weird. Um
0: so, my other two are going to be super, I think, super obvious, maybe, is um, Jimmy 8 World Clarity. I knew you were going to do a Jimmy 8 World. Uh, I didn't want to. That album's to, okay. Uh, but Jimmy 8 World Clarity. Every like, Actually, a lot of the guys in our group are like, oh, no, Futures is the best album. And to those guys, no, I say... Bleed American. Hold on. I got to make a note. <laughs> He's making a note. And this note says explicit because... If you don't go for, for clarity and you say futures, ah, fuck yourself. <laughs> Damn, Steve. <laughs> That's my hot take for the night. That's a hot take from Steve. That's fine. We could. Um, and then my that. third one is uh, Transatlanticism, Death Cab for Cutie. Hmm. Um, I kind of really feel like they tried to recreate Transatlanticism with Plans. And Plans is a solid album, and I listen to Plans a lot. But it ain't no Transatlanticism
3: interesting.
1: I don't have a counterpoint. I mean, I'm not going to argue. This is a
0: problem is like I'm picking albums I know Ryan has never listened to. <laughs> well, by, you you pick by some modern
3: modernish. It's it is yeah. well,
1: I I mean, honestly,
3: Let's like, be
0: honest,
1: guys. I stopped listening to music in 1997.
0: And I didn't start <laughs> listening to music until
1: 1999. So uh, I mean, I'd I'd love it if Chubby Checker just came out with another, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But
0: the, at the, the end, end, end of it, what am I supposed two to? Two of my oh, choices were from the '70s. I, so. I, if I need to pick something before 1999, what am I going to be like? Oh, I really wish Hanson would put out
1: another Middle of Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, we, we would all love it if every band that we like just kept putting out the same versions of themselves that we you know first fell in love with. I, you know, y- like, yes there's and a, no. There's
3: one band in particular that I have just loved that everything they've done has been different every time. Is it Bryce? No,
1: brand no. new. Like I feel like
3: Devo you're not
0: allowed to love Brand New anymore. I know. I, don't I feel care. like
1: Devo didn't like That's why I only listen well. to Manchester Orchestra. Like you yeah. listen to the original Devo songs and uh-huh. they're just so raw and weird and like the the longer they go on, like each album just gets a little bit more polished and it doesn't help it. Hmm. You know, I'd love it if like Devo stayed in its like proto weirdness state. And they're still great. Mark Mothersbaugh has made amazing music since then but it's like I, I love that original weirdness you know you could say that for a lot of bands there's something that's lost when they aren't as hungry anymore
2: yeah definitely you know?
1: i can you can you think of a band where like you definitely like their later stuff more than their early stuff uh maybe oh here's an easy one uh alanis morissette because she started oh, out, God. like like a Britney Spears type. Yeah, before she true. started doing, did you know what this? she's famous I did for? Not. So, um, do you did you? She ever... was like, she would play in malls and stuff, and
0: was like, really? Did like you ever pop. watch How I Met Your Mother? No. Okay, damn. Um, yeah, basically, um, Alanis Morissette basically started her career as the Canadian Mariah Carey, oh, huh. making like this like ni- early '90s pop R and B. Very, very pop. Maybe not even like Canadian Mariah Carey. Maybe
1: more like Canadian Paul Abdul. Okay, uh, I think you push. You could even push it a little bit more pop than that. Like, like Mariah Carey. Like people listen to her because she's like a low rent uh, 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 Whitney Houston. Well, she has they want to hear Christmas some, songs. They want to hear someone belt it. You know, right? We're like, man, you just call Mariah Carey low rent. Are you gonna say that's wrong? <laughs> I, I think it's kind of wrong. <laughs> Yeah, you're listen, You listen to her sing. I know what you mean. Because you want to hear someone belt it, you know. You're sure, <laughs> but I don't know. If, anyway, fight me online, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been like, oh, Mariah Carey's so great. Like she sure, just sure. she she fills a, a a niche. I don't know. She does. Have,
3: she, she, does Christmas have, Christmas she does have She does have that it. Christmas song. You yeah. Know? It's true.
1: Um, <laughs> no, the line is "It's you." All I want for Christmas, Christmas is you. Me? Is that what I is, just said? Not. It's true. I just said is is you. But you said it's true. Okay. That's not the line. Okay. All right. Um, on the road again. <laughs> I can't wait to get on the road again.
0: The life I love is out there, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm trying to. Th- I'm sure. Sh- I feel like I've got someone. You know, I I think there's certain bands that don't hit their stride until maybe their third album. Sure. Um. But in the same way, like I I I don't think. I think there's a lot of bands that you would be hard pressed, or even when you say like, oh, like their early stuff is better than their later stuff. Like, with that, you know, Cohen, Co and I were talking about MXPX. His favorite album is "Slowly Going the Way of the Buffalo." I would say mine is a toss-up between that and life in general. But in both of those cases, like those would now be considered like early to middle works from them. "Slowly Going the Way of the Buffalo" was their fourth studio album, fourth full-length studio album. If you don't count on the cover, yeah. God, we're getting really
1: too nerdy on this. (laughs) Um, (laughs) About probably about like eighteen percent of our audience is loving. The MXPX like indiv- individual like albums that we're talking about, and the rest are just like, oh, when are they going to change?
0: I think it's <laughs> probably higher, but anyway. Um, but but you know, all I mean by that is like I think a lot of bands like, um, I would probably say that Thrice's best album was Vesu, and that's their fourth album.
3: I like Beggars better, but
0: and that's a actually so that's a case where I would say that Beggars is a late album from yeah. them. Like that's a. Not end of their career because I think they're still active or or at least well yeah and
3: they've had an album since then Uh, at least one album at least one
0: since then Um, and they're
3: recording a new one now
0: okay what's the one that they put out since then is that was that major minor between
3: the here and the now or right when major minor
0: was the one before beggars yeah um so I mean and beggars was like their so that would be their I think sixth album
3: okay I believe you.
0: Like while incorrect Steve uh, I... hold on they're only chasing or no they're only chasing safety under oath identity crisis um artist in the
3: ambulance Artists, is somewhere in there
0: Arts in the Ambulance was one um identity crisis the one that deadbolts on <laughs> is the second album uh they uh Arts in the ambulance Vesu however you want to count the uh alchemy index, I would call that five and maybe six. Major, minor, beggars, and the one after beggars. Um, I'm gonna. Ryan's I'm gonna, very. Oh, the illusion of safety. That's the is. one I was trying to remember. That gonna, was their second album. I'm
1: gonna do one more. Then we'll do a last sponsor spot and then last ad. I just gotta say, when it comes to Huey Lewis and the News, their early work was a little too new wave for my tastes. But when Sports came out in '83, I think they really came into their own commercially and artistically. <laughs> The whole album has a clear crisp sound, and a new sheen of consummate professionalism that really gives the songs a big boost. Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right, let's get, let's get into uh, thanking our sponsors, and then we'll do that last ad.
0: Yeah, big thanks to uh, Chase Bliss Audio. Uh, we got the Condor. Is that demo up yet?
1: Uh, yeah, it should be. I hope all so. All right,
0: go watch <laughs> that demo if you haven't already. Uh, it's a super cool EQ. If I haven't filtering. done it by now,
1: then it's gonna be a while because I'm about to be out. Watt, Uh I don't know. I don't. It know. Does it, all, it. It, it does it all, man. It does it all. It does, it does drive, a whole bunch drive, of modulation it stuff. Promote, it does modulation. It does EQ. It it's does an does everything box. It's, it's it's a multi. It's an analog multi effects unit. Think. Of, wrap your head around that. It's an analog multi effects unit.
2: All right,
0: uh, big thanks to Solid Gold Effects. Uh, we got that seventy six fuzz up. Yeah, go check that out if you rip, haven't already.
1: Rip Velcro for days with that thing. Check out. Uh, other I stuff. I might have to pick one of those up.
0: Yeah, check out some other stuff. Pick from, it up from and then uh, put it down on
1: your pedal board and then put your foot on it and stomp on it. You and will be impressed with the pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Check out other stuff from pick Solid up. Gold Effects. <laughs> we
0: we had the Surf Rider. Th- what is it? The Surf Rider three? I think it's the the three. Uh, for a while. That's a really
1: fun beautiful uh, reverb, lush reverb. Yeah. Over uh, on the th-
3: Flippin' Flippers, we've been playing with the Apollo 2. Nice. That's right. Yeah, that's I
1: really right. want to get my hands on a Funkzilla. Yeah. You, have you seen that one? It's, I uh, haven't played with it, but envelope, seen it. Envelope filter. Yeah.
0: I haven't had a chance to check it out, but I was told a while ago that I would love the Electro Man.
1: I've got the Electro Man upstairs, uh, spoiling the surprise. That's my next demo with those guys, and (laughs) it is uh, great. I really like that pedal. That was actually, uh, now that I think
0: about it, um, Mua, I'm going to talk about that later. Do it.
1: Um,
0: And uh, thanks, of course, to Sinusoid. Sinusoid. As I gave you a bunch of tips earlier
1: on how to make their lives sinusoid
3: sinusoid yes Uh,
0: how to make their lives miserable you should go do that if you forgot what I said go back to the beginning of the episode and listen to it again I looked
3: up the colors and there's one on there I think it's the ground wire I don't think they have that as an option on their website so I may be sending them an email Mm. shortly
1: yeah guys go harass sinusoid and get them to order all sorts of tech flex that they don't have and uh, say that we sent you and uh, hopefully they don't cancel their sponsorship with us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, uh, this last ad is a haunted New Orleans 1930s Sonata leader. archtop
1: mm-hmm. guitar
2: mm-hmm.
0: needs repair plus exorcism.
2: <laughs> uh, I oh, like it
0: already. I bought this guitar in New Orleans at a yard sale a few years ago while visiting my daughter. It was a project. It had such a cool vibe with the heavy playing wear on the body and fingerboard. Upon my return, I put the guitar in my storage room. I have two dogs who never venture downstairs. Soon after, both dogs would be by the door and actually left scratch marks at the door. Never gave it much thought until I was able to hear strange knocks and noises coming from the room from upstairs. I connected the dots and off to my storage locker, this guitar is remained Strange knocks and sent. noises.
1: Are you sure he doesn't have a haunted drum kit?
0: <laughs> uh, and the dogs are back to normal. A lot of heart and soul was played on this guitar. The hard playing wear on the body has a visible split, minor uneven surface beneath the bridge. Some of the wood binding is loose. Fingerboard wear on the first five frets. String action at the twelfth is 3/16 inch. Bow flame back Measure 16 inches at a lower bout, 3.25 inch depth. Uh, 3.25 inch depth. This is a project guitar. Uh, fix it up or set it up for fix it or set up for slide. Maybe whatever is attached to this car will inspire you or scare the shit out of you. Buyer beware, there Steve, are no returns. Language. They are already dropping an explicit on this, so it's fine. Update. I sold this guitar December 2017. Uh, sat in customs in Spain for four months, and last week it's back in my possession. Teams' guitar is meant to stay in this country, so absolutely no international shipping. They're asking $325 I call for bull, this guitar. On that story. Um, so here's the thing with this guitar is this says it's a 1930s model, and I don't know a lot about Sonata, but as far as just general overall style goes, um, I effectively own this guitar. Yeah, it's very similar to your harmony. This is the same, and and uh, I say this specifically for this reason because it's uh, harder to find. Oh no, it's a little different. Never mind. I was gonna say this is the same tailpiece as my harmony, but it it's very slightly different. Yeah. Uh, of course, this doesn't have the pick guard that my harmony has. It's. Claims to be from the 1930s, which would place it about 20 years earlier than mine. I'm um, not surprised that this style of guitar needs a lot of work. I've never heard of the brand Sonata, but it wouldn't surprise me to find out that it was part of that Harmony yeah. a, um s- family of yeah, guitars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they just weren't really... A
1: department store guitar. Yeah, mm-hmm. they
0: they weren't really made.
1: Now let's look at the evidence for the haunting claim. First bit of evidence. Dogs at the door. They want out. Second bit of evidence. Knocking. No, they don't want out. They want in. Yeah, they're trying to get to the guitar. No, because he was saying that they they are not uh, downstairs dogs. He put this guitar upstairs and the dogs are scratching at the door to get out of the front door.
3: No, he said it was in his basement. He put it in his storage room. Oh, he doesn't say where the storage room is. And the dogs never venture downstairs. But now they're scratching to get out. Now they would. It doesn't say where his storage room is, though. It doesn't matter. Dogs went out. Oh,
0: no. He says, uh, I was able to hear strange knocks and noises coming from the room upstairs. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's where I put it together. I followed the story. If you want to be a ghost investigator. You got to pay attention to the details. If you want to, be, if you want to look into uh, spectral happenings, Co, then mm-hmm. you need to pay attention. You need to follow the narrative. These dogs wanted out. Mm. That's a clue. Uh, knocks and noises. That's another big clue. Another point of evidence. Uh, can't ship international. Yeah, th- th- we've got the trifecta. It's but because that ghost
2: doesn't have a passport. That's it.
1: The ghost does not have a passport. The ghost is like, I don't want to haunt this strange European country. Take me back to America, please. Take me back to my old haunts. For I am an American ghost. I'm not ready to be an expatriate ghost. This is definitely a haunted guitar. We've got dogs. We've got knocks and noises. We've got a ghost without a passport. Haunted yes. guitar. I mean, it's it's all there. What would you guys pay for a guitar this haunted? It's very haunted. I don't think I would pay anything. I think you'd have to pay me.
3: $50.
1: You would pay $50 for a guitar this haunted? For
3: an old beat-up arch top, yes. What would you pay if it wasn't haunted? $50.
0: I mean, these are like $150, $175. They're
1: kind of wall hangers. But I feel like if I was going to... If I was gonna buy a haunted guitar, I'd want it to be a player. I don't want a haunted wall hanger.
3: Well, you gotta ask yourself it so Would you risk putting a haunted I want,
1: guitar
0: in a house with your child and your pregnant wife. I
1: want those haunted I want those haunting mids, That is the thing. <laughs> Isn't that a,
3: just a pedal? There's a there's a there's a JWU factor here. There okay. is there is not only look, because that's definitely Oh, it's there got the look it's got the look but the story the, the story pro- sto- pro- exp- exponential the,
1: the story is that the dogs want out <laughs>
3: <laughs> there's a song in there somewhere <laughs> the dogs want out but who's gonna let them out
1: yeah who is going to let them out or who if the dogs are already out
3: yeah suppose who, they are who
1: who who released the dogs who released the hounds? That will be the title of our hit song. I, I think the real problem here. <laughs> Who is has released the hounds? The hounds have is been you're released.
0: Running, you're running some risk here, right? Yeah, there's about, definitely anytime you're, you're buying
1: about, anytime you're buying a, a haunted product, there's risks. Talking and, about, I mean, you're that's, talking about, yeah, them. it's
0: haunted. So the question is, you're talking about GWU's on this because mm-hmm, it's our job. Mm-hmm. But what you have to figure out. Somehow, well, uh, a hollow body guitar can
1: hold more ghosts than a solid. Does this have
0: one thousand nine hundred eighty-four JWs? In which case, fantastic, buy it. Or does Mm -hmm. it just have a basic six hundred sixty-six JWs? Yeah,
1: that's almost baseline.
0: In which case, all you really want to do with this guitar is I love that we're talking about JWs. Burn it down.
1: It's been a few years. Burn
0: it down.
1: I mean, if it's baseline like that, isn't even haunted. (laughs) If it's, if it's under 732, <laughs> that's not a ghost. That's, My, a, that's it's a fart. Casper. That's, that's Casper. a fart. Someone farted near this guitar and you're calling it haunted. But if you get above 732, we're talking exorcism. This is serious business. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. It's been 60 Cycle Hum, the, uh, the haunted guitar podcast. Uh, You want to tell us about the song, Steve? Uh,
0: Yeah, this week's song was sent by Ben Spraker. Uh, This song is called Nothing You Do. And he says, I wanted to submit this song for the podcast because you were talking about 12 string guitars a few episodes ago, uh, which was now probably 20 episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, He made it and it made me think of this song by our band, The Arcs. This song was begging for the old twelve string electric treatment, so I borrowed my friend's Dan Electro lol. Uh, We used used old Fender Amps. I borrowed my
1: friend's guitar. (laughs) lol.
0: Uh, we used old Fender amps, a 64 Bassman, and a 72 reverb, and the fuzz tone is a zvex
1: Sorry for making fun of you,
0: zvex Guy <laughs> who
1: in the song, and you did a normal thing. We all type LOL. <laughs> Uh
0: The song is called "Nothing, Nothing You Do." The band is called The Arcs. The album is called Molt. You can find them on Bandcamp at the And he says, "Yeah, we there is another band with that name." Uh, they started as the ARCs in 2008. And in 2015, they were contacted by a lawyer that said, uh, hey, that's our name. So, uh, so they got a lawyer and ponied up. And apparently there's actually an article. I'll post that article, too, if I remember. Uh, but basically, there are two bands called the ARCs, and they had to come to a legal agreement to share the name.
1: Mm. Mm. Joint custody.
3: Something like that. Sounds pretty, like they're both making a ton of money with that's, it.
1: That's pretty tough when uh you know you gotta figure out which band gets to use the name on the weekends. <laughs> oh, interest. So so here's a here's the here's what makes this interesting.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, the new the project, the arcs that they were received a season sis by was Dan Auerbach's Ooh, new project uh-huh. from the Black Keys uh big money big money so that was uh interesting they say the negotiations were painless and they agreed to share the name and there's a bunch of other words that again if i remember i will just post the link in the show notes check them out enjoy this song nothing you do by the arcs thank you ben for sending it in
1: later guys peace
3: bye
2: Thank you. Do.